I'm just going to tell you now, I'm not even going to compete. I am not even going to compete because that is, you won this week, man. <laughs> yeah, this will be uh, one of the games they're showing off here. It's a oh, huge, huge display. I'm going to walk Yo. over here behind the wall so people won't won't be uh, photo bombing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to Zia Comic Weekly where we get ready to nerd out for the next half hour and no you are not mistaken he is on the road everybody he he who does not sleep has not slept since January and he is still going <laughs> It seems like it What's going on Troy okay Troy is from live on location where are you at The Peppermill Resort and Casino in Reno Let me just turn you can see behind me overview of the casino floor it's early so there's not a whole lot of people gambling yeah so you guys are an hour behind right yes okay so yeah it's still too early to get your get your betting on and you start gambling oh, no there's still a few people down there it's not stopping <laughs> the diehards right no they, they they're about their business man so yeah, uh I'm yeah so you're by the way i don't want people i'm not here gambling i'm here for a uh, a retail gaming convention <laughs> so we talked about this so it's around yeah around this time last year you were at a gaming convention Break this down for people. What exactly you got going on? Because some pretty cool stuff comes out of, you know, when you go and do, go to these gaming conventions. Yeah, um, it, it's called Gamma's Game Manufacturers Association. Uh, the, I mean, this, they get everybody together, the uh, distributors, the manufacturers, the retailers. And uh, you get, they, they show you all the new games coming out, uh, tabletop games, uh, card games, you know, TCG stuff. You get to see it firsthand. Uh, they they have game nights, which I posted a video on TikTok last night. There was probably three or four hundred people in there playing games. You couldn't hear anything. Uh, they're all <laughs> showing off the new games, and uh, they they have seminars. There's one going on right now, but I'm skipping it. Uh, they they have multiples going on at a time. All these new distributor or manufacturers are talking about their new games, telling you what they got coming out for the year, so you can be prepared. Um, it, it's really kind of cool. If you're into tabletop gaming, it's really very cool. Which is so cool because, I mean, you guys have a lot of, you know, board games out at Zia Comics. So this is kind of cool to be able to kind of get a look at what's out there and something new and maybe something fresh that's going to, you know, eventually be out there that people get get ready for. Yeah, we're trying to find out what the new hotness is going to be. Matt, it's crazy because you'd be surprised. I mean, it starts off as something like, oh, no one's going to care about that to next, you know, be the biggest game ever. Yeah. Yeah, and then other ones, they hype up, and everybody thinks it'll be great, and you come here and try, and you're like, oh, this game's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but of course, you're in Reno, Nevada. He hasn't taken a nap, okay? He's running around. We got a <laughs> breakdown this weekend, man, because you had a lot going on. El Paso Comic Con is in the books. Break it yeah, down for us. Were you able to make it? Didn't get a chance to go out there. Um, I was trying to make it out there. I sent my informant out there, <laughs> which he said he had a blast. Uh, he was able to get a photo with uh, Michael Roker, which I was oh, like, man, good. that's that's the photo you need, man. So <laughs> I, I told him last year, too. I was like, hey, man, Esposito's the one you need to go to. And now he went and saw Michael this time around. So but overall, man, how, how did everything go? I mean, busy three days, it looks like. Yeah, it really was. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. Everything well, we sold uh, we we sold more tickets than last year again. Every year it gets bigger and better. So this year we we followed that trend. So there were more people there. Um, the low century impact opening on Sunday was it was a little chilly on Sunday morning. So uh, it wasn't as big a numbers as we thought it was going to be. 
uh, with those guys, but they still had, you know, around 400 people show up uh, for that, that early opening. But yeah, it was just great. I mean, we had, yeah, we had three cancellations, but the guys who did show up were still pretty big names. And I haven't had really any complaints. Uh, everybody seemed to have a good time, uh, including the guests. They, they loved El Paso. So um, overall, yeah, it just went really well. Everything just kind of fell in place. You know, one of the things I kept hearing, and just with the coverage, because by the way, Troy, everywhere, you were like on every news outlet, it seemed. And at first, I'm like, okay, Good. Troy's on the news. What's going on? Like, are we in trouble? We got to start <laughs> doing a GoFundMe for some film. assumption most times. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, man, we done, We got to go get Troy. We're about to start a telethon to get Troy out of jail. <laughs> but one of the things I kept hearing people say was it's getting bigger and bigger every year. So yeah. from people that have gone in the last couple of years to hear that it's like this thing is just getting bigger every year and bigger and better every year. Well, that, that's funny because one of the artists we brought in, Jay Photos, he was at one of the, the first or second one we did. And then he came to this one and he walked, you know, on uh, Saturday night, I saw him over at the hotel and he's like, dude, this has grown so big since last time I was here. I was like, I see it every year. So I, you know, I don't really notice it, but, you know, he had like a five year gap and he saw a huge difference. So, um, yeah, it's getting bigger every year and we're going to try to keep that trend going until everybody yeah. in El Paso comes to it. You know, and that's something hopeful for us here in Las Cruces. So whenever we get to the Las Cruces Comic Con, I mean, you saw the response when, you know, it came back last year. So if we can keep up that trend like El Paso, I mean, man, this is going to be like we've said in the past. It becomes a stop for, you know, these famous guys tell their other famous friends and say, hey, man, you need to put them on the map as places you yeah. need to go. Yeah, they, they do talk. You know, these guys who make the con circuit, they see each other all the time at these cons. And they talk. And, uh, you know, I, in the beginning, like I said, it was really tough getting people to come to Cruces and El Paso for the cons. But now I have them calling me saying, hey, man, do you have a spot? Can you put me in one of these spots? So yeah. it's, it's making it easier that the community is supporting it. And, and all you guys out there that came, thank you, because without <laughs> you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this. Yeah, and we're hoping that Troy will eventually get some rest sometime. I mean, he was going to take a nap right now, but we're like, hey, man, we're going to jump on real quick. He's like, okay, cool. I'll just have another cup of coffee and a Red Bull and be good to go. <laughs> well, it's funny because when it closes at 5 on Sunday, you guys get to leave. Yeah. I have to stay there until loadout is finished. Um, <laughs> and I think we left the convention center around 10 p.m. I had a truckload of stuff I had to, uh, to bring home from the swag and everything. Uh, in fact, I, there was two trips that had to be made. I finished unloading the last one in the garage at like 1230 <laughs> at night. I sat down on the couch for about an hour and checked my emails. I was like, oh, man, I got to pack for Reno. <laughs> <laughs> so how many days are you in Reno? Uh, until Thursday. Fr I, I fly back Friday morning. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Troy is a man. And then he doesn't get a break, guys, because now you got a, you know, an anime convention that we got coming up. Uh, and yep. then you start planning for cruises, and then on top of that, Alamogordo. So there's there's no stopping <laughs> this guy. That's a true statement. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been trying to block that from my mind. So thanks. Uh, <laughs> I, so I had to be your reminder that. Uh, oh, by the way, this is what you got coming up. Uh, but no, hey, how's Alamogordo going? I know last week you were running to take care of some stuff before, uh, before Comic Con. So how's Alamogordo looking? Um, it. It's pretty much ready. I did uh, the business license. Uh, I, it should have arrived in my mail during the, you know, this past week. I haven't been able to check the, the post office, but 
we should have the business license. They approved it. Um, I got all the software set up. Now all we have to do is when I get back is start transferring some of the inventory from the, the main street store in Cruces over to Alamogordo. And then I'm, I'm going to have to hire our, one of our managers from Cruces is going to move to Alamogordo to run wow. that store. So I need to hire maybe two more people for Alamogordo to help him out. Nice. Nice. So yeah, no stopping for you, man. Doesn't seem like it. I, I actually crashed hard last night. I skipped, I came down to game night. I was there for about half an hour and I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> I crashed hard. I just woke up about five minutes before this, uh, before I logged in here. <laughs> oh man. So, okay. Gaming convention right now, what has really stood out to you so far? Uh, what is something that you've just been like, man, that's uh, something that we definitely need to get our hands on. Uh, well today, uh, Monday is a lot of registration. I got here around 1030 yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I heard just in time to go to the power retailer award luncheon which we, we won an award, thank, you know, I posted no. that. I was very thankful for uh, our, you know, everybody who helps our free game night. That's what we basically wanted for was innovation and in gaming uh, between the YouTube channel with the how to plays and our free game night on Saturdays. Uh, we won the innovation and in gaming award. So thank everybody who helps us with all of our gaming. Uh, then after that, it, there really wasn't any seminars yesterday, but then they had the, the game night. And not, pretty much every night they have a four or five hour game night where the manufacturers will you know, put out their new games and show you how to play them so you can get acquainted with them. And today's the first full day of seminars. And then the exhibit hall is going to open. They, they have a huge exhibit hall with all the manufacturers. You can go around and, and check out all the new games, uh, pre-order them, get everything set up so they'll be in your store uh, on release day. Nice, nice, and of course, uh, they they need to check in with, they got to check in with you on the socials, right? Because they'll be kind of <laughs> highlighting all of the stuff that's going on, right? I'm going to try to. Some of them, uh, they're 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 starting to get really super secret with uh, um, some of this information because they know people will come in and it's not once they say it once, it's not a secret because there's twelve thousand phones, you know, videoing <laughs> it. And going, oh, look what I found. So, okay. So, yeah, no, I was like wondering, I was like, how many people, I mean, although it's kind of sad because when you look at concerts now, how many people are actually staring at a concert and rather you just see phones? I mean, just looking at some of the footage from Coachella this weekend, I'm like, okay, man, like everyone's trying to record the same thing. Like y'all, y'all got to check it out first. Don't be just trying to go to your phones right away. Yeah. I mean, and how, how much fun is it to watch the concert through your phone while you're there? Let's be honest. Does anybody ever go back and watch that stuff? (laughs) <laughs> no, I think it's a one-time watch. Everybody checks it out, and that's it. Yeah, no, and then you forget. Next thing you know, when it comes time to free up some space on your phone, you're like, I guess I'll get rid of that video of me watching, <laughs> you know, Eddie Murphy pull into a Starbucks. Like, yeah, no, no, we, we don't need all that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Troy, let's nerd out because there's a couple of things that are going to be going on over the next couple of days. Obviously, the big one is – Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I'm starting to notice a big push for that, man. And I don't know, man. I'm getting sadder and sadder because these trailers that they're releasing, it's like, oh, it, it breaks my heart because someone is going to die in this movie. Yeah, I mean, you know, the first couple of Guardians of the Galaxies, they set you up with all the comedy. So you're expecting, you know, a little bit of action, a little bit of a uh, little bit of comedy, a lot of fun. And now they're going, oh, hey, yeah, uh, those guys you really like, one of them's going to die. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll have to wait to the movie. Uh, the runtime for this, they released the runtime two hours and 30 minutes, so that's on par with the typical Marvel movie. 
Yeah, that's not too bad. You know, you start hitting the three-hour mark. That's when you. That's, yeah. that's when I start having to go to the bathroom. I'm getting too old, <laughs> man. I can't hold it. Man, that's when Disney Plus is coming through clutch these days. So we all were like, okay, can you hurry up, just get these movies on, so that way we can watch them and not have to go to the theaters. Yeah, and the theaters don't change something of how how they're doing their business. Uh, you're not going to have theaters, you know, yeah. in about five or six years. There's just going to be no reason for it. You know Unless what's crazy? Strong arm them into coming to theaters first. But you think about it too, especially for you know when we went through the pandemic and everything was closing. You would have thought this would have been the opportunity for theaters to think, what can we change up? Or that should have been their chance to say, how do we entice people to come back to the theaters? I mean, yes, you got reserved seating, but what else can they do to make that experience even better? The, the theaters are very hesitant to change, man. It's, instead of changing their plans or seeing what they could do different, they just threaten the, the film industry. Say, oh, if you don't yeah. come to us first, it, that's the wrong way to do it because it showed people want to do the streaming. Uh, it should show advertisers, you know, there's tons of people watching it when it streams. So why would they advertise in a theater if they can advertise on that streaming platform? You know, and, and let's be honest, like, I, I mean, I said his name earlier, but Eddie Murphy, you know, Eddie Murphy has done a couple of movies now for Netflix. You know, the next Beverly Hills Cop movie is coming out and it's going to Netflix. Yep. So when you got big names like that saying, hey, I'm going to make more money at Netflix than I am at theatrical release, they, they're going to obviously go where the money is. But also it is now more obtainable to go watch these movies because I want to see Beverly Hills Cop as someone that watched them growing up in the 80s and 90s that I'm like, oh, you know, I don't have to go to the movie theater. I can watch it at home. Yeah, well, streaming is so much easier because if you're sitting there at 3 a.m. and can't sleep, you can just jump on Netflix and watch something. The theater's not going to be open. Troy is talking like he's coming from experience. He's like, you know, sometimes you can't fall asleep. You're going to binge watch a, a marathon of uh, a Bad Batch or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of how I watch them typically. <laughs> I mean, that that's really how it always breaks down, man. But, like, you know, when you got your big movie stars starting to make that, you know, move to – I mean, Chris Evans has something. Chris Pratt has something that's on a streaming service. Chris Hemsworth, like all the Chris's at this point are on a streaming service. Yeah. Adam Sandler pretty much owns half of Netflix, I think. And everybody laughs at Adam Sandler because they go, he doesn't make good movies. Yeah, but he makes good checks. Yeah, I mean, the bank doesn't look at that. They, they see those numbers. So. Man, it's it's just crazy. I, I think eventually there will be a change when it comes to even the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They did very well by giving us those TV shows, but... I think they need to give us the movies faster on their streaming services to keep up momentum within, especially this phase, because this phase hasn't exactly, I don't know, it's been okay, but just hasn't really been up to expectation that we're used to. Yeah, like I said, if the theaters don't change, I give them five years and they're going to die. Yeah. Um, they're, you need to make it more entertaining. You need to make people want to come to the theater rather than sit on their couch. Yeah, so, well. See what they decide to change in the near future. But I'm with you, man. Five years. I mean, I was an avid. I mean, if you had told me this back in 2019, I mean, I love going to the theaters. Every Friday I was there. But as time has yeah. gone, I'm like, you know what, man? I just can wait and stream this at home. Yeah, well, the, the you know, Internet speeds have picked up. The the quality of the, um, the video, you know, resolution stuff, that's all picked up. So you can stream it in your house. And it looks pretty, pretty good. You, know, you don't have to worry. And you can, like you said, go to the bathroom whenever you need to. There's that box. Exactly. Uh, some drama with some drama within the MCU, which I think we kind of 
figured this was going to happen. Scarlett Johansson uh, recently did an interview and said that she will not be returning to Marvel. She doesn't see herself coming back to Marvel, but can you blame her? Like, I, I don't blame her coming back. Well, they kind of dorked her over with Black Widow during the uh, pandemic. And then you've got these toxic, uh, I was, I'm going to say the journalist, asking her all kinds of sexist questions and stuff. You didn't ask those guys what their diets were and their workout regimens right. were or what kind of although, underwear they wore not to show panty lines. Come on, man. Although I would like I would like to know about the dad bod diet. I mean, that's one that I would be very interested in. <laughs> the, 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 the fat Thor diet. So I'm on how that many one. I've got that one down pat. Right, so how many pizzas did you eat to get to that bod? I mean, we really want to know. And as far as, you know, <laughs> undergarments, did you wear any? Do you even need to? Like, see, that's the people we need to be asking those questions, not Scarlett Johansson, because yeah. of what her uniform looks like. Yeah, it's just that, that that toxic male mentality, you know, they they don't realize the stuff they're asking is uh, not appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's there's a fine line, especially when you're interviewing someone or any interaction with someone. That's why we tell you guys, when you meet a celebrity, just take a deep breath. It'll be fine. <laughs> you don't have to attack them. And if you're interviewing them, you don't have to lose your mind and freak out and ask them inappropriate <laughs> questions. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, it's just I, I don't know. I don't see I didn't I honestly when she was going through that whole lawsuit. I was like, yeah, her character's basically done. I think she's she's had enough of having to deal with all this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I wasn't even part of it, and I felt bad for her. I thought that she got the raw end of the deal when they uh, her contract didn't say anything about revenue from streaming. So what they do, they and this is you know when streaming was still relatively uh, kind of new, and she hit huge numbers on streaming, but saw none of the money for that. Yeah. So I mean. Honestly, and with the delays that it experienced because mm -hmm. it was the 2020, man, people didn't know what was going to happen. And it's like, okay, but Disney was only looking after themselves. And to be honest, Troy, I really think if they would have got away with it, I think they were about to do that to Shang-Chi. I think they were going to get ready to do that to um, – oh, there's some other movies that started coming out around that same time. I think they were going to try to pull that same stunt and just say, oh, we're going to put them on the streaming service, and we get to collect the money, and the artists don't. Disney has very good lawyers. Oh, <laughs> Just ask Ron DeSantis. <laughs> I was going to mention that, man. I was like, yeah, like you don't cross those lawyers. They definitely know the fine line. And I mean, yes. I mean, was there any more about Scarlett's, uh, not uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson's character? I, I think we were kind of already wrapping up her character that I really didn't see her come back unless it was within the timeline. But I think we were kind of near the end of her character, anyways. Well, they brought her back in the What If series, uh, yeah. you know, an alternate universe one, but that's animated, you, and you can just about have anybody copy her voice if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, good old AI now is showing us that you can do that. <laughs> yeah, pretty soon we won't even need actors. You just type in what you want to look, and AI will just make you one. Hey, man, what do you think about that? Because I was watching this video where they're saying AI is making it easy to be able to, these movies that they have to, you know, dub for TV, you know, obviously, if they're dropping any F words or any inappropriate language that they can use AI now to kind of go in and manipulate to where it looks like it's solid and it's clean and they get a clean cut, and not have to worry about that. What are your thoughts about that kind of AI taking over Hollywood? It's uh, they actually made a movie about that a while back. Um, it was it was kind of a an independent movie, but 
the, the corporations would come in and they would pay you for your digital likeness, like big sums of money. And then they would just, it, because, uh, you know, your AI does not get tired. They were just pumping out tons of movies with this person's AI. And then they figured out, oh, I undersold myself. And now my real self is worthless. <laughs> They're like, oh, man, nobody wants to see the real me. Yeah, because the digital one doesn't age. You know, they can make, like you said, manipulate it however they want. So it was an interesting movie, but I, I think we're far away away from that. But um, I don't know. It is starting to lean that way. Yeah, it's scary, too, because you have AI now even getting into places like, you know, formulating uh, comic books. Like they yeah. can AI can start putting together a storyline. And heck, from that storyline to them putting together the artwork, I mean, what does that do for, you know, the comic book fan? Like, are you going to still be with it knowing that this was put together by ai and what about your favorite you know your favorite arthur author anybody that's involved with in the comic book world yeah it's going to make it tougher uh you're going to have to have more creative ideas because ai doesn't really think on itself it, it kind of scours um its database for existing stuff and tries to mesh it all together like you want yeah. so i think it's going to push artists authors all those guys to think more outside the box to stand out. Otherwise, you know, AI is going to be able to do what you do. Yeah, I know it scares me. We saw a couple months ago a headline where they're saying that uh, AI apparently is looking to take over radio. And I said, uh-uh. <laughs> no, you are not. And they were like, well, technically, they could just copy you and Jackie's voice and call it good. I'm like, really? I was like, then that means I could take a day off. <laughs> yeah, they may, maybe then you can go do remotes while somebody, you know, the AI's in the studio. <laughs> Like, I don't, I'm going to have AI kick it out to me live on the scene. <laughs> kick it out to yourself. <laughs> like, hey, Joey, we're going to send it out to Joey. Hi, Joey. Hold this on. Is Joey AI kicking it out to I, Joey live. <laughs> I don't know if you got a chance to see this, and it creeped me out because I was like, I just saw the headline that uh, Joe Rogan had an AI. There was an AI version of his podcast, and it sounded just like him. And I'm like, that is creepy. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, I'll pass. Yeah. I, I'm not a big Joe Rogan fan anyway, so oh, uh, yeah. the AI couldn't be any worse than he is. I know. I was like, I'm not I'm not a Rogan fan either, but <laughs> it's like you're kind of starting to lean into my profession. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, that is scary. You just type in a topic and let it run for a couple hours. <laughs> I know, man. I mean, can you imagine how much rest I'll be getting? I'll probably be getting a lot of rest. <laughs> like, we haven't seen Joey in a while. Yeah, you have. You heard his voice. It's just uh, the AI version of him, so... <laughs> oh man but yeah so we got this coming up uh mandalorian is going on right now i don't i'm pretty sure you haven't caught up with mandalorian uh with the week that you've had um they haven't had the season ender yet <laughs> not yet <laughs> yeah then i'm behind <laughs> yeah so no i i figured i was like yeah i think he's gonna be a little behind he was a little busy on thursday and this weekend well the last one i saw was when um the Mandalorians went back to Mandalore and Moff was there and they had the huge battle. And mm -hmm. now you think that uh, Moff Gideon has been exploded. Yeah. So That's the last yeah. One I saw. yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm still behind that one. So, Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Spoiler. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I got, a, I got a couple of days spoiler. off. So you, you know what I'm trying to catch up on. So yeah, I didn't mean to spoil it, but yeah. <laughs> oh no, it, it, it's all good, man. Just cause I've definitely needed to, it's my fault for slacking, especially on this one, because, <laughs> Like a couple of months ago, I was so like, man, everything Pedro Pascal. 
And I don't know if I just kind of hit a wall and I'm like, I can't no more. So. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to be happy. I mean, Moff Gideon is front and center in these last couple episodes I've watched. And uh, John Carlo is just an amazing actor. And, you know, I never thought I would say there would be a villain, much less another Star Wars villain, that is on par with Darth Vader. But he's pretty close, man. Yeah. He is very, very close. I tell you, Giancarlo, I hope y'all got a chance to meet him because it's about <laughs> to get serious with him, man. And especially if they decide to go into the realm of more movies. Like, because, I mean, there's those talks that, you know, you're going to see more Star Wars movies. I mean, why wouldn't you have Giancarlo somehow tied into that universe? Yeah, pull him into the actual theatrical movies. That would be crazy. I tell you. So, but yeah, man, it's crazy. There's a lot going on. And the fact that Troy is on the move right now, it's just, uh, it, it, uh, I don't know how you're doing it, man. I'm like waiting for the finish line for myself to go on vacation. You still got a whole nother week. I'm running on <laughs> caffeine. <laughs> hey, I did have caffeine somewhere. I just don't know where it went. So, uh, Troy, if they want to keep up with you, if they want to find out uh, all the stuff you got going on, especially over the next couple of days, uh, let them know the socials. My socials, we're all over interwebs, man. Uh, and obviously, we can do it from anywhere. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, we are on. I gotta find my cat. This is a new phone, so I, I'm kind of getting used to where the camera's at on it. It's over here. No, it's over, it's over here. So, yeah, yeah we're no. on. Uh, uh, oh, I thought you were flipping me off. I was <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> so, we're on the, the tweeter, we're on the YouTube, uh, the Insta, uh, the Meta, and the Tiki Taki. That's right. Me, you can catch me on Flickster, on uh, what else we got? Uh, Napster, Adult Friend Finder. Whoa. <laughs> That's after the show, okay? <laughs> uh, of course, you can find me, Joey, on the FM on Instagram, uh, Big Show FM. You can find us on Instagram as well. Hot 103's Big Show on the Meta, and then Joey on the FM on Tiki Taki. So, we're still rolling with TikTok, I guess, right? TikTok hasn't disappeared. Yeah, I, I, it's it's not top of the news story anymore, so I think maybe this gave up on it. I, I guess so. Well, we'll we'll, we'll keep we'll keep pushing TikTok until they tell us different. Until they take it. Hey, by the or way, Twitter. Did you, did you buy your check mark on Twitter? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I refuse. You, you you don't want to spare the eight bucks to have a blue check mark next to your name. When a multi-billionaire is begging people to give him eight bucks for a check mark. That's kind of, I, I, there's something not right there. That's what we were saying. It's like, okay, really? Like, and I don't even buy this old people like, oh my God, I'm so blessed. I'm verified. I'm like, you paid eight bucks. Like yeah, you paid, no blessing. <laughs> you played a, uh, a, a Disney plus membership to be verified on Twitter. Yeah, you okay. skipped Starbucks this morning. That's that's how you got your check mark. Oh my God! Hey, think about it now. Now I'm really put it in that way. I got verified <laughs> verified twice today. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, this has been another edition of Zia Comic Weekly on the road this time. So that's pretty cool. So like, look, we're stepping it up in 2023. He's live we on got the technology. We really do. <laughs> we'll check y'all out next week. Later, nerds. <laughs>